0: People I know, these are the funniest people I know. Set improv ripping callers and sketches. Characters in and every sentence of more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are
1: the funniest, are the funniest people I know. Hello, world! Welcome to the funniest people I know. I'm George Flores, and here with me today are my favorite funny people, Alexandria Sweat.
2: What's up,
1: what's up? And Abigail Williams. Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing? It's good to see you.
2: I am not doing great because America and global community, I just realized today that I've had a mom moment where I missed George's birthday. Now, in fact, George's birthday was last Sunday, which means we had a Mm -hmm. massively missed opportunity to talk about that on the air. So I just have to bring it out here now. George, happy frickin' birthday.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. How was (laughs) it? It was really nice. It was a nice, chill weekend. Got to see some friends and some family and really enjoyed it.
2: It doesn't sound like it. The way you're talking feels real low-key. This was an awful (laughs) birthday. No, it was really... Because we... Forgot it yeah. here. I at the mean,
1: funniest I people yeah. I know. Okay, I know. I'll tell the truth. I laid in bed and wept and wept, and I was like, "The funniest people I know have forgotten me. I, I am nobody."
2: This the first time Did I got out of bed. I knew yes, it. I said, and yeah, Alexandria mm-hmm. said that, and we're devastated <laughs> here. If this episode feels like a downer, you know why.
1: We're all just in sorrow. <laughs> uh-huh. so
3: Abigail and I didn't work. hold
2: up our end. We have brought nothing but
3: turmoil to the podcast tonight. Yeah, so. We're lucky world.
1: everyone else turned me down or I would have replaced you this week. Yeah, I'm
2: just so <laughs> thankful well,
1: that nobody, literally
2: nobody else wants this
1: job. Yeah, uh, no one's taking my calls.
2: <laughs> well, seriously, happy birthday,
1: Thank you. Thank you, guys.
2: Happy birthday,
1: George. Thank you, Thank you, you guys. You. Each week, we kick off the episode with what's making you laugh. We're going to share a story, and then we're going to pick one of them to dive into. Alex, what's making you laugh this week?
3: Industry baby. (laughs) All
1: right. This week, I'm laughing at Zola. Abigail, what are you laughing at this week?
2: This week, I'm laughing at a personal thing, a million-dollar question for Jeff Bezos.
1: Ooh, Mm. I'm intrigued.
3: I am too. I got a bone to pick with him anyway, too. Let's go.
1: Okay.
2: I, as you know, am a performer in the performance industry. But like many other people in the world, I have high hopes and dreams for my financial status. And one of my bucket list things is to make a million dollars one day. Well, while I was laying in my bed this past Saturday afternoon, I just felt like I have access to the richest guy in the world's email. <laughs> I think I'm gonna email Jeff Bezos since his trip to space cost more than my house, and I'm just gonna ask him <laughs> for <if he laughs> more the than office.
1: many, many houses.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it was casual for him, and that's my point. Casual jaunt <laughs> to that space. Part. Cost a lot. He didn't even blink at it.
1: So a I drafted
2: a letter and I emailed Jeff asking him
1: for a million dollars. Oh my God! Dollars. You did not.
2: I yes, swear sir. that I did.
1: I'm still oh waiting God. for a reply. Okay. Are you I mean, read I'm, I'm going to
2: read you part of my letter. It's a long one. That was really going for it. Here's <laughs> part of my letter. And Jeff, if you're listening, the offer still stands. I'm going to give you 48 more hours before I go to the next billionaire. <laughs> my I love this mission, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Hi Jeff, my name is Abigail Williams and I'm a self-employed mom of a two-year-old married to a great guy. I've spent most of my life working in the performance and teaching capacity and things like that. Now, this is a very silly and random question, but I'm going to be honest with you. I've actually thought about it for a long time. As the richest man in the world, I want to ask you for something relatively, for you, not me, marginal. A million dollars. <laughs> It's idiotic, I know. The thing is, I've given a lot of thought to what I would do with the million dollars, as I'm sure so many Americans and people all across the globe have. I've mm-hmm. thought about what if I built that much wealth into my life, and believe me, I am trying. I've just wondered and dreamt about all that I could do and secure. One million dollars for me would be life-changing. One million dollars to my family would be trajectory-setting like nothing else on the road towards our goals and dreams. Now, listen, Jeff, we're proud of what we built. This is not a pity ask. It's an ask of great proportion and hope with nothing at stake but the small disappointment that I know I'm probably not going to avoid anyway. It's just that I see all these big things happen, and, hey, why not manifest? Am I right? You're the richest man on earth. You have a right to every single penny you have absolutely earned, and here I am asking you for $1 million of it. Okay, I have no idea how much $1 million would impact you and your bottom line. For me and my family, it would be everything. We could pay off our $1,000 house loan we keep packing away at. I could purchase an in-home sound booth so I can do some more voiceover stuff for my house. We could purchase another home. Look, we want to diversify our income. I've got a business plan. It's crazy, all right? It's an easy no. I figure... You could say no, why not ask for a yes? I'm looking for a sponsor to help me move my family circumstances from a place of nose to the grindstone every day, trying to slowly build long-term financial security into a considerably more efficient process in the blink of a one-eyed yes decision. Look, the nose will stay to the grindstone either way, but may I have a million of your hard-earned dollars? For you, it may not even show up on the financial radar. For me and my family, it will change everything. You're the man either way, just for reading this plea. I hope you had a great time in space. It looked great. Hope all's well with you and yours. Signed, Abigail Williams.
1: (laughs) <laughs> That's a really yes. cool I cannot believe you sent that
2: I swear that I did I felt really confident about it at the time But when I came out and told my husband I sent it two hours later We ended up crying in the kitchen We were laughing
0: so
3: much. <laughs> I'm proud of you I yeah. think we should all do this We should all go through all the billionaires And write them our letters For our million dollars It's so wealth well, distribution do.
2: right I mean, Thank what, you. what is he doing with all this money He's the richest man in the world
1: If you don't hear back from him, are you just moving on to number two?
2: Yeah, I'm kind of vetting my list. Jeff supposedly does check his Amazon email every once in a while, and I was like, what if he just happened to check this one and could get out of his mind that I was a psychopath
0: and decided to (laughs) send me a
1: million dollars? If he or any other billionaire are listening and want to sponsor Abigail, hit us up at know at gmail.com.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I'll be hopefully waiting.
1: I'll be, like, overwhelmed with emails this weekend.
2: <laughs> hey, I would be glad to be overwhelmed with emails from
1: billionaires. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Trying to sponsor you at that, right? Like. Yeah, that's fine. I'd start distributing that wealth like crazy.
1: To your friends or to, like, Macy?
2: Yeah, to my oh. friends. I, I actually, <laughs> most of my plans Macy's?
1: involved. <laughs> it was the nicest yeah, story think of. Here,
0: Macy's, here's your parade. I'm going to keep it going for you. <laughs>
2: Speaking of things that are funny and ridiculous, I have another game for us to play this week called Kiss, Marry, or Banish. You guys ever heard about this game?
1: I'm not with those words, but yes. Okay, well, another version
2: is kiss, marry, kill, but I feel like kill is a little harsh, so I'm going to say banish, and you can take that to mean whatever you want. I'm just not going to say kill because I'm trying to be nice and PC here the in 2021.
1: first time I ever played this game, it was called love em, live with them, throw em off a bridge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of that one, too. That's a
1: good
3: mm-hmm. one. I know a very different word for kiss, but, you know.
1: That's the what I've heard most recently. Wow, you
3: guys are dirty. I'm
2: going to my own business. I've got categories for it. Politics, sports, and celebrities. Okay. All right. Okay. These are our categories. I'm going to start with probably the most difficult one, politics. Out of these three politicians, which would you kiss? Which would you marry? Which would you banish? The three are, if you can call this guy a politician, Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin, I hate saying that word. It just feels rude. Kim Jong-un.
1: Alright. Oh, who are you wow. kissing, who are you marrying, oh, who are you vanishing. Wow. I told you it was
2: hard. It's not an easy game.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow. Well Vladimir Putin has beautiful eyes. So That is I, true. I hate yeah. to admit it, but You are correct. So I guess I would kiss Vladimir Putin and Trump's a billionaire, and I could just stay at one of the golf clubs like Melania does, so I guess I'm married into the Trump family. <laughs> oh my gosh, I never oh, saw that
2: coming. Dennis. I
1: never saw that coming. Kim Jong-un.
2: <laughs> Fantastic. All right, Alexandria, this difficult task is being put up to you. Yes, it is. My God.
3: Um. Well, I may regret this later, but I feel like... <laughs> I would banish Trump. He just gave me so much indigestion for four years.
1: The last few seasons of The Apprentice really were a mess.
3: His appearances. There were so many things that we could have said that would have just gotten him banished even before the last four years. Oh, gosh. I think I would kiss Vladimir Putin. There's something about (laughs) Trump. (laughs) <laughs> that, see, is that what is that right this is really
2: um, blowing my
1: mind it's our conversation about um, old Vladimir
3: well you know problematic seems playful I don't know yeah what's the uh,
1: evil dictator version of a zaddy
3: yeah wow. he's a little bit <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna regret saying that I would marry Kim
1: Jong-un <laughs> oh man you definitely are <laughs> if you get taken away and become a bride
2: this is where she stands. All right. So you are banishing Trump. You're kissing Vladimir. You're marrying Kim Jong-un. I'm so shocked. It was a no-win situation, but wow.
3: I'm
0: okay. Pretty
2: much, Abigail. <laughs> I'm going to take us in a more lovable direction. We're going to go to sports. Kiss, Mary, banish, Simone Biles, Shaquille O'Neal, Serena Williams.
1: Oh, no. Mm. That's so hard. It
2: is hard. Because all three of these sports players are very lovable, at least to me. These are three of my favorites. All
1: right, Alex, you Well, I think this I know. One? All right, what you got?
3: Okay. Sorry, Shaq, but I'm going to banish you. Oh, you're Just ready. Kazam. Or the it's the ones that we're confused about. Mm-hmm. Focus Kazam. On. Yeah. Really? So okay, I'm the, learning things. The fact that he put us through the confusion alone, he deserves to be banished. I'm going to kiss Simone Biles especially because she had to withdraw from the Olympics. I want to oh, hug her, and I want to send her love, so I'll give her a nice kiss. Mwah. I want to marry Serena because that girl got money, and I would be her.
1: <laughs> <okay? laughs>
3: there you go. Awesome.
1: I'm with you, Alex. I would banish Shaq, and it's like, he's fine. He's not someone by all of Serena.
2: That's true. He's really and, not. Exactly.
1: Woman. Simone's very young and itty bitty, and I would give her a hug. <laughs> but I think otherwise, I would rather not pick or marry her. I just well, sorry, you have to pick one. <laughs> and Serena and I would be BFF if she ever met me, and I would totally live with her forever. Why, Why? You marry? You want to marry. I guess I would marry, I mean, we're both you one of those couples that are just best screen.
3: friends. Look, it's, Olympia it's, is a part of the package, too. Have you seen Olympia on her Instagram? The, her daughter,
2: a legend in the making already. See, you'd marry into a great family. Okay, last category, celebrity. I've tried mm-hmm. to get three different vibes of celebrities here, but we'll see how you like it. Number one, Dwayne okay. The Rock Johnson. Number two, Will Smith. Mm. Number three, Tom Hanks. The decision
1: Mm. is yours. Tom. This is hard. Is this Will Smith 2021 or Will Smith in Independence Day? Hey, it's Will Smith, man. Okay? You
2: got to tell us who it is. (laughs) Big Willie style. He is who he is. He's been Fresh Prince. He's been a man in black. He's been, uh, what was, the, was it, uh Hitch? Han- Hancock. I Hancock, mean, that's what yeah. I was coming up yeah. Yeah, was it I Am Legend? Oh, man,
3: I'm crying right now. He's a legend, George. Uh, all
1: right, I don't think we have the same marriage philosophy, so I don't think I can marry Will Smith. But he and Jada seem to be cool if I were to kiss him. So <laughs> mm, I guess I'm kissing okay. Will Smith. Uh, but you're right. And then Tom Hanks seems really nice. I think that he has a nice house. Hey. Rita Wilson seems nice. So I would marry into that couple. I would thruple with Tom and Rita. She's Greek. We'd go to the same kind of church. I don't go to church, but they do. And if I ever wanted to go with them, that'd be nice. So I think I'm going to marry into Tom and Rita, and we'll thruple it. The Rock's awesome, but I guess he's going to banish. vanish.
2: What can he he's going to have
1: to kick it with yes. Tim Jones. You're
2: welcome. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. All right, Alexandria, you're up. Oh, this is so
3: difficult. This is a hard one, but I think I'm gonna banish Tom Hanks <gasps> only because his son is Chet Hanks, and Fair I don't enough. know if you guys have researched. Chet Hanks. <laughs> no, I, I, love, I didn't even know he had a son named Chet. I wouldn't
1: want to marry into that family for that reason. That's a good. That's a good. Con. <laughs> Who is
3: Chet? What is Chet? What's happening? It's, oh gosh, that's a whole other segment. Think I'm marrying the Smith or Will? more specifically, but just to be in the Smith family, you know how much I love Red Table Talk. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're all about the woo-woo on the stage, Mange.
1: You, you are. You feel like right it. it would work. Yeah,
3: right. Lots of flowy clothes and head wraps and meditating happen. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. would be amazing.
2: I guess I'm kissing the rock. Fair enough. Alright, well, there you have it, everybody. That wraps up our games of Kiss, Marry, or Banish.
0: <laughs> A few
1: weeks ago Alexandria introduced a segment where we explored songs that give bad advice.
3: <laughs> yes, I did. And it got me thinking, instead of songs giving bad advice, what if it gave well adjusted adult advice? Would you want that from your music? Who doesn't? There's a song by Beyonce that I really enjoy called Rather Die Young. It's already starting off, not in a great positive direction. Rather yeah. die young. Yeah, really I'd like to make statement. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. As you grow older, you realize the gift that life is. I get it. It's hard out here. Sometimes it's a struggle. But you know, that was just a striking comment. So I had to look at the hook. It's just hard for me to relate to this. So she said, because I'd rather die young than live my life without you." I'd rather not live at all than live my life without you. And then she repeats that again. And she's screaming it at us with that big, brassy Beyonce voice, which I love, but it's the lot. So I thought, what if I changed this? What if I thought about this from the perspective of the singer, someone that's maybe facing a breakup or partner walking away from the relationship? So instead I said, so I'd rather live my life, but if you leave me, I'd cry. Because, you know, emotions are real. Mm-hmm, so of course mm-hmm. I'd cry. They're it's so, real. it's so real. It's okay to validate your emotions. So I'd rather live my life, but breaking up with you would be hard. But i try. I said that because I want to accept my partner's decision. I would fight for our relationship. If you feel like we need to break up, I tried it.
2: I'm not going to want to die, especially yeah. <laughs> not young. Especially not young. I have a life to live.
1: That's very well adjusted. Very. I bet you now, Beyonce, would have had that more well adjusted point of view.
2: I agree. Thank you. I completely agree.
1: I've been thinking about Britney Spears a lot lately, but that's mostly yes. because she's constantly in the news and on Twitter, and I hear about her all the yeah. time.
2: Yes, yeah, Yeah. great Britney.
1: As everyone knows, she's battling her father, Jamie Spears, to be released from a conservatorship that she's been under for like 15 years.
2: Just ridiculous.
1: I saw recently that she just oh. won a legal battle to get to select her own lawyer, which is absolutely crazy.
2: This is the contest. This is what we're talking about. Yeah, it's insane. Like, my dad could get me a crappy lawyer. Where is the common sense? And I'm paying legal. all his
1: legal fees, too. Yeah, it is Unbelievable. a horrible situation. Make it make
3: sense.
1: Brittany has said that basically until she's out of the conservatorship, she's retiring. But I imagined that if in this time she were to revisit her first hit that she released, she might have a different point of view. I was thinking about Baby one more time. I guess it's about her falling for some boy and wanting him to hit her with a sign. I never quite understood what it was about.
2: I don't think anybody did.
1: So I rewrote lyrics (laughs) on behalf of Brittany, and Abigail, I was hoping you could sing them for us.
2: I would be happy to. This is George's rendition called Free Britney or Jamie, it is time.
0: Oh, Jamie, Jamie. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Oh, Jamie, Jamie. Hey, hey, yeah. Oh, Jamie, Jamie. How was I supposed to know? The conservatorship wasn't right, yeah. Oh, Jamie, Jamie. I should have told you know, And now we're in a fight, yeah Free me, Dad, I'm almost forty Tell me, Jamie, cause I need to go now or because my legal mess is killing me And I, I must confess, I still believe when I'm not with you, I do just fine. Give me a win, free me, Jamie. It is time. Oh Jamie, Jamie, the reason I cry is you. That you've got me depressed, yeah. Oh please, please, Jamie, there's nothing I want to do. The way you planned it, free me. Why you gotta cage me? Tell me, Jamie, cause I need to go now. Because my legal mess is killing me. And I, I must confess, I still believe. When I'm not with you, I do just fine. Give me a win. Free me, Jamie, it is time.
1: Thank you. That was really good. Was so <laughs> I love that, George.
2: It is just genius.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm
3: almost 40. <laughs> <laughs> now that part took me out. The same Brittany that y'all like do a whole residency in Vegas, the same Britney that's about to be 40 this year, that's and she's not allowed
1: to drive a car. It's or
2: unacceptable. Make... I'm going to take it to a real place for me. The fact that she has to have a birth control method that she does yeah. not approve of is unfreaking acceptable. It's crazy. That's not okay. It's really and just, hard. And the person who's making this decision isn't even a female. There's no way he could ever mm-hmm. understand what hormonal changes we go through with any type of birth control. I'm just telling you. Somebody needs to free Britney. No, this, this, is, her is, theme song
3: this is all
1: because she shaved her head that one time, and yeah, it's like, yeah, that, that was a really bad haircut. But I don't right. think that that meant that 20 years later, she can't go and buy some pretzels without right. her dad saying it's okay. Seriously. Thank you.
3: It's like, un- we un- haven't un- all yeah. shaved something or cut something off. we yeah. get another chance? Like we
1: haven't all bashed in our ex's car with an umbrella once in a while.
3: <laughs> Listen know, to I Carrie Underwood.
1: There's a whole song about it.
3: <laughs> I get next chances. Give Brittany another chance, yeah. y'all. Give her baby Give Brittany her time. money back.
2: Yeah, Seriously. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, went to a weird place there, but we just really here at the funniest people I know are very passionate about freeing Britney. Like, that's, that's our big political stance. That's what we're standing on.
3: <laughs> What's your politics?
2: Free Britney. <laughs>
1: the past few weeks, we found ourselves defending some villains who we think might not be all that bad. I suggested <laughs> Ursula was a bit misunderstood. We talked about Jovert from Les Mis
3: I love and the that Phantom movie. of the
1: Opera, and then Alex had some crazy ass idea about Scar from the Lion King.
3: Possibly one of the most controversial segments we've ever. Oh my I stand by it.
1: <laughs> this week, we were exploring the other side. Who are heroes that aren't all that heroic? I'm calling this hero or zero. Mm. Abigail, who do you got?
2: All right. This is a narrow street I'm traveling down. But if anybody in here is familiar with the Harry Potter books, everybody thinks at the end of the day that Snape is this amazing hero, Severus Snape. And I'm here to say I completely disagree. And here's why. Snape literally tried to get one of his enemies' soul sucked out from his body, a fate worse than death, even though he knew there was another side of the story, all because of some childhood vendetta he used to pick on him. Now listen, bullying is wrong. And I realize it made a massive impact on poor Severus Snape. But getting your soul sucked out of your body, that's the appropriate response of a supposedly undercover hero? No. Mm. Point number two. He was always awful to Harry, even to the end. He didn't give two craps about Harry Potter. All he ever cared about was Lily. Lily. The only reason that he looked after Harry was because Dumbledore made him think that if he did this, it was some sort of tribute to Lily. I mean, literally, when his dark lord master is saying, I'm going to kill the Potter family, he's like, yeah, sure, please take James and Harry, just leave Lily to me. I mean, what kind of guy does that for somebody he supposedly is in love with? I argue that he was in lust with Lily. If he loved her, he would have wanted what was best for her. All he really wanted was to possess her. He was obsessive. He was stalkerish. He's evil to the bone. He ain't a good guy. He's a bad guy. Thank you.
1: I agree, Abigail. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Snape. (laughs) You can kiss my ass. I've always thought he was terrible, and I appreciate you taking that stance.
3: Thank you. Thank you. I need to dive back into this Harry Potter series because I need to understand this passion, but I believe you,
1: Abigail. You convinced me.
2: J.K. Rowling does a great job trying to sell it, but me and my sister keep going back over this. I just can't get past it.
1: No, mm-hmm. and even his great heroic act is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Let's I mean, just leave it at that. No yeah. spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. But,
2: although, I mean, what
1: 2021? Get out there, Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a book and a movie series.
2: There's gifts everywhere for Snape. Yeah. Always. After all this time, always. Okay, so you're still a stalker. Cool. Good for you. Let's
3: move <laughs> on.
1: <laughs> what about you, Alex?
3: I'm going to go a little controversial. I'm going to dive into some social, societal Consciousness thing. Have we ever discussed Batman and the theory Ooh, behind no. Batman's actual real powers? No. No, no. A while ago, I was introduced to a meme or a theory that got into Batman and what actually makes him a superhero. And somebody really broke it down. And unfortunately, what it is, is white privilege. And I'll tell you why. (laughs) Essentially, Batman just lives a secret life. It's a man named Bruce Lane. Sadly, he was orphaned at a young age due to the untimely death of his parents. But he ended up being a billionaire. He's got a lot of bills to wipe his tears with. Lots of money. Loss is
2: loss, no matter how much money you have. He was no, a kid. Money by so he was a freaking kid. Get over lost. Like he, he was a was seventy. Kid. And he was like, "Well, my dad was a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Here's my money." Okay, he was okay, like, "He okay. like He was I be
3: Nice about losing his dad. But as an adult, it is up to you to handle your problems, and he has all the money and resources to do it. That's yeah, all, all he, he needs resources. is some
1: therapy.
2: Okay, but Alex, one of the big premises of Batman is that he does use his substantial amount of money to bolster who he is so that he can fight crime and fight the corruption of the system. That's his thing is that he fights the corruption in the system. What do you think about that in light of what you're saying? What has he done to prove that he doesn't care? He- I'm
3: still Team Riddler and the Penguin. Right? <laughs> He's taking a bizarre I turn.
2: I might be wrong. Maybe
3: this is a villain support again. But I just feel like you could just donate to a good cause or donate to social workers. You don't have to buy a suit of muscles and fight these people yourself.
2: I don't think I really understand your beef with him.
1: Abigail, <laughs> is he next on your list of billionaires you're a man? Oh, I might be <laughs> emailing him after
2: this. i got to put Never in a good for him because I need him to say yes to me. All right, Alex, well, that was controversial. But, George, who do you have?
1: I'm going with the original hero and also the original example of toxic masculinity. I'm going with Hercules. And not, oh. I love that you're going
2: with Hercules after we've had the music playing on this <laughs> very episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And I'm not talking Disney Hercules, I'm talking the real Hercules.
2: Oh, the Greek one. Okay, it makes this Okay.
1: Just to start off, as a baby, first thing he does, strangles snakes. <laughs> it's in self defense, but still, that, that was a pretty messed up thing for a baby to be doing, is strangling snakes.
0: Self
2: defense is your aside, when that's literally everything.
1: Still saying it's twisted. Okay, and I'll give you that. We know him for these heroic feats, like killing the Hydra, but that was all penance because he got all roid-raged and killed his wife and kids. <gasps> mm. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's a terrible,
2: Disney, terrible person. You have person. literally
1: lied to us about <laughs> for the last I, time. I always. Yeah, for
2: the last Her, time. Yeah, right.
1: Hercules, not a hero.
2: He sucks. I hate him. <laughs> he's off my list for life. Once in a while, we like to go into this beautiful segment we like to call Literature Corner, where we bring forth some of the most beautiful, exquisite, and delicately crafted pieces of literature the world has ever seen. And today, I have submitted a piece called Everyone Poops. Now, okay, okay, okay. This this is by Taro. With a two-year-old, this is by Taro Gomi. I'm going to be honest with you. I hate the word poop. It's hard for me to say it. It took me pulling myself up to it to even read it out loud. I don't know why I've never liked it, and I just thought that this would be a great book for us to explore. Alex and George, you and our listeners are in for a grand treat. Here we go. Everyone poops by Taro Gomi. An elephant makes a big poop. A mouse makes a tiny poop. Oh, my
1: God. (laughs) 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 There's pictures of animals pooping on these pages.
2: That's right. (laughs) I'm just sorry you guys can't have the visual delicacy we're getting here.
1: A one-hump camel makes a one-hump poop. (laughs) And a two-hump camel makes a two-hump poop. Only kidding. (laughs)
2: We have a picture of poop with humps in it. Oh my god! (laughs) It's disgusting. Fish poop
3: and bugs too. Oh, not uh the bird poop just flying. You know that happened to my aunt. A bird pooped on her shoulder. I I remember your aunt
2: was pooping once
1: while she was walking. (laughs) Pooped on a bird. Um,
3: Being pooped on by a bird is good
1: luck. That's what what I heard. I've never heard that, but
2: that's good to know. (laughs) Different animals make different kinds of poop. Different shapes, different colors, even different smells.
1: This is so disturbing. Agreed. <laughs> Which <laughs> end is the snake's behind?
2: We have a picture here of a snake.
1: There's no oh, answer there's to that no question. Nothing. <laughs> there's nothing. It's really an unrelated page.
2: Oh, man. What
3: does whale poop look like? Oh, that whale looks constipated, though. He <laughs> does. He's trying he does. really hard
2: to poop. But, again, we don't get to look at it. So this is a mystery, not an informational book, I think. Some stop to poop. Here we have a picture of a hippo grunting and pooping. Spraying,
0: spraying <laughs> is the more
3: like, accurate term. Okay, oh my gosh.
2: Others do it on the move, and now we have a doe pooping as she serenely walks through the woods.
1: Some poop here and there, and there's a picture of a bunny and tons of little dots of poops everywhere, which is very accurate to bunny. Yeah,
2: we've all seen those. Yeah. Mm-hmm
1: others do it in a special place and there's a little girl with no pants on running into the ladies room i guess
2: yeah you should be aware listeners there's some nudity in this
1: book that and is. also there's a raccoon over her head pooping it kind of is out of place i'm not sure what the raccoons do <laughs>
3: grown-ups poop children poop too while some children poop on the potty Others poop in their diapers. Oh, I mean. This this is a very graphic
1: page. I'm not even going to describe it 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 to you guys. I I don't think we can. That violates regulations. Yeah. Mm -mm.
2: It's a graphic book. We'll just keep it at that. Some animals poop and pay no attention. Others clean up after themselves.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Siraji does. They have a cat on the page, by the way, and is my cat.
0: (laughs) The actress Siraji. Yeah, not the actress (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm sure she does. She seems like the type that would clean up after herself. I think that's true. I bet you she washes her hands thoroughly. These <laughs> poop by the water. This one does it in the water. And there's some... Water body. buffalo? And then a crocodile lurking underneath them. I'm worried about this family of buffalo. They look like they're in danger.
2: I'm worried about the crocodile. He's getting pooped on. Very <laughs> <laughs> <Fair enough.
1: laughs> He wipes himself with paper, then flushes it down, and come to find out, the little girl from earlier with no pants on is a little boy with no pants on.
2: That's right, surprise!
1: No toilet paper in that toilet. There's poop. Yeah. So this kid actually has not wiped himself yeah. with paper. Crusty
3: and nasty. Yeah. And I do not see a bidet.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Nor do I.
2: All living things eat, so everyone poops, and we are graced with the backside of a lot of animals and a child pooping. The first and only other time I've ever read this book was weirdly at a high school hangout. Somebody was reading it, talking about the Great Equalizer <laughs> and la-la-la and how we're all really the same, and I thought, this is a disgusting way to say that. In- instead, you can just say, we're all the same at the end of the day and move yeah, on. Just played the
1: We Are the World song. Yeah, you there are so even, many but...
2: better ways... <laughs>
1: So this is not Jack's favorite book.
2: I have not and will not ever read this book to my son. I don't own it. I just read it off of the Internet. It ain't coming into my he's house. He's going
1: to be like me, though, in his 40s, learning about everyone poops on the streets just from common riffraff on podcasts.
2: Everyone exactly. knows that children learn street smarts out in the world. He can <laughs> figure this one out on his own.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that, Abigail.
2: You're welcome. I think I feel much more cultured after that, and I hope you guys oh, do,
1: too. Oh, yes, quite. I
2: learned a lot about pooping,
1: so mm-hmm. This has been another episode of Funniest People I Know. We record for the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Thank you to producer Jane Boynton, who edits the show.
2: Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Jane.
1: If you enjoy the show, please like, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. We're available on every service, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, and Pandora. You can email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com. Or find us on Facebook and Instagram at Funniest People I Know. Have a hilarious week.
2: See you next time. Bye. <laughs>